Please be advised that the following podcast discusses things of a sensitive nature. If you or anyone listening to this podcast is affected by what is discussed, then please get in touch with the Samaritans by calling the following number, 116123. This is a free 24-hour telephone number that is available whenever and wherever you need to speak to somebody. You can also get in touch with the NHS helpline by calling 111 and selecting option 2. This will put you through to a mental health team. go hello 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 that took way too long to try and figure out (laughs) well we're here now Els. we are we're here now and we're back in case you've just wondered me and ellie are back we are and uh, we're we're doing something a little bit different aren't we else this time a little bit different yeah yeah we do we're doing a um a socially distanced podcast yeah we haven't done this one before so that's why it's taken a while to figure out how to do it <laughs> yeah but we've got there yes and ellie's here i'm i'm here and i'm here you're here and we're also doing something a little bit different on our podcast this week aren't we yes yeah so we're posting this one out a few days later than we intended but uh we're, we're still getting it out nonetheless and uh we, we sort of wanted to talk about it didn't we else because it's, it's a pretty important issue yeah definitely and especially at the moment with what's currently going on and also the month as well yeah so this month is mental health awareness month and on the 10th of october yeah we are in october we <laughs> I'll are, speak yeah. then. which was um, which was saturday I believe, which was wasn't saturday it? yes that was actually mental health awareness day which we wanted to post that day but obviously situations changed and we weren't able to yeah um and so we me and ellie both thought that it would be uh, important for us to talk about this issue um and as i have just mentioned in our in our little prequel to this podcast if you are affected by anything that we discussed throughout this um sort of episode and uh, then you are more than welcome to call the samaritans on 116123 and um, that's a 24-hour available helpline so whenever and wherever you need it and you can also contact the NHS um, yes. Helpline as well by, it's 111 and option yep. two. And they'll put you through to the mental health team as well. Yeah. There are, so, I was going to say, there are quite a lot of um, mental health organisations. I mean, I don't know all of them on top of my head. Obviously, they're the main ones. Um, but yeah, if you type in, if you want more like to research for yourself just type it in on google especially like N- the nhs is probably the best to get you all your information information off i can't speak today you can't speak you've lost your words i, I have <laughs> the nhs well, i think what you're trying to say is the nhs is probably the best place to get all your uh, relevant information yes yeah and they, they do update their website. Not to say that anyone else doesn't, but the NHS, I know. They regularly um, do. do. They, yeah, they regularly update their um, information as well. Actually, their new newest update is actually today. It hasn't come up yet. Um, uh, but their newest update is actually today for the Mental Health Service monthly 
statistics performance in August, provisional September 2020. Um, so that's the new one today, but it isn't at this moment in time, it hasn't been released. There you go. So there you go. I do love doing podcasts with you, Ellie. I love doing podcasts with I you do. as well. I enjoy we it. Learn something new every time. Yes, every time. We do. But the big question is, have I found Walt? No, I haven't found Walt. We haven't yet. found Walt. Not on his food no. platter. Not yet. And for <laughs> anyone who doesn't know what we're going on about, probably nobody knows what we're going on about because I haven't published it yet. But oh, I will true. publish that episode uh, on Friday. So if you want to know all about Walt, then you can uh, tune in. And um, that's Walt Friday. Disney. For yes. anyone who is for confused, Walt is, Disney. Yes. Yes. He was. He was the topic of our next um, episode. Um, for anyone who is wondering. Yes. So it's it's a pretty important week this week, wasn't it? Mm. Mental health week. I mean, I know we've been doing it at work uh, with the children, talking about the importance of mental well-being, mm-hmm. um, especially in this time of of you know of coronavirus and this funny twenty twenty that we've been in. Um, but I believe, Eddie, that there is still an awful lot of stigma around mental health. I believe so um, as well. And people are sort of i don't know still a bit maybe not so so i i i don't know but i i believe that people aren't still raising it as much as it should be it's not yet become the socially norm has it um i think the issue with social media um social media i mean mental it's not really an issue but you've got a lot of people who are in the generation you know the older generations who don't quite understand it and they because they don't understand it they kind of brush it off and it's our generation you know the younger generation where we've had all the social media who are more aware of it Mm. however there are certain um people who will you know take a mental health issue there's a certain person i'm thinking of on youtube who i won't say but they will take a certain mental health issue and try and say they've got it when they've just self-diagnosed themselves and the problem is with self-diagnosing yourself you're not getting the correct information you know for yourself and for anyone you're delivering the information to um, so I do think we've got that issue at the moment with mental health going on, that you've got people who, they just don't understand. I think that's no. the best way to say it, just people don't understand. Some people are, very, are quite still quite insensitive to it, aren't they? Yeah. So like, I, I know that there's still the old saying that's battered around of man up and things like that, where men shouldn't be encouraged to talk about problems and things that are, um, you yeah. know, that are bothering them. Um, you know, and I, I think that's really still a big issue that, you know, in these sorting out, really, doesn't it? Yes. Mental health and well-being needs to become the norm within society. We need to be um, more confident in being able to share our problems. Um, and we need to be, I think, more direct in where we can get our, where we can get help from. Yeah, I don't think... Um... You know, I don't think um, place it like 
I don't want to say companies, but I don't think there's enough, like you say, information being given out to for people to find, you know, what to do, like where to go. You know, um, yeah. a lot of it is relied on going to your GP and your doctors when sometimes you don't want to have that conversation with your doctor, you know, someone who, no. you know, knows all your medical history. Sometimes you just want to have that chat with someone who has no idea who you are, nothing about you. And I think there should be more. Um, that's where, like, I suppose these, the phone lines come in because you don't have to give your name. You can just chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's important for more people to be aware that these things are about and you don't have to go to your doctor to find out your you know issue you know your mental health um problems going on and you know yeah and i do i I do want to say if because it's such a um sensitive topic if i say something wrong or if dan says something in you know wrong we don't mean any disrespect no um it's just you know you sometimes when you're talking you may say the wrong thing yeah and we me both me and let's make it i'd like to make it quite clear that both me and ellie are big advocates yes uh, for mental health and well-being um and if there's anything we can do to support anybody mm-hmm. um through difficult times then that's exactly what we'll do um i'm just having a look here on the nhs website mm-hmm. um and it's it, it, it I mean, the NHS itself website is quite good. Mm-hmm. So it says here that how are you feeling in terms of um, so it, the the article that I'm reading is mental health and well-being. And if I click down, it's got a lot of hyperlinks. So it's got how are you feeling? And it's got help with stress, anxiety and depression. So already there, I've scrolled down, you know, a couple of scrolls. Yep. And I've got information there that I can look at. And if I click on one of these links, so I'm clicking on stress now. Yeah. So it explains to me what stress is. It, it gives me advice um, on how to deal with stress during the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And it gives me a, a, a whole host of um, contacts um, for me to go. It gives me a list of do's and don'ts. So let's have a look for stress. So we've got do. It says try talking about your feelings to a friend, yeah. family member or health professional. Um, and it's got the contact of the Samaritans there that we've given out. And then it says, do, it says, don't, do not try to do everything at once. Set small targets you can yep. easily achieve. So I've got information there at my fingertips. It tells you about going to see the GP. So we're getting there. There's hmm. progress being made from these health professionals now. There are. Um, <clears throat> and it's also on the NHS website. It's got health quiz. Uh-huh. Uh, a mental it's got a mental self mood self assessment so i click on that Just click on that link and yes and it tell it, it's got a, a a variety of questions and i presume that i just go through them and uh, answer them and it will tell me what best to do yeah um so there we are so that is that is one um, yeah. useful link so i've basically just typed in into my google um i've just typed in mental health and it is the first one to come up with the mental health and well-being from the NHS. Yeah, lovely. I mean, I've got up. There's um, obviously this is another very reliable source, the government website, mm-hmm. and the public health. And this was published. Uh, it was um, 2019, 
but I believe it has been updated. However, I can't find when it was updated, but it will be relevant because of uh, the government are constantly, you know, uh, updating, yeah. updating their websites. So something I had a look at was actually what can cause um, your mental health to spike and okay to um flitter so sometimes you know some days you'll have good days and obviously other days you have bad days i mean that's the same as anyone um and one of this is from the mental health foundation so there are three ways your mental health can be affected the first being biology so it could run in your genes which i actually didn't know about I didn't realise it actually can run in your genes. I know it can be, like, affected from the people around you, but I didn't realise mental health can run through your genes. Like, if one of your parents have, let's say, got anxiety, Mm -hmm. you could actually have anxiety because of your genes. Oh. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't. I mean, my auntie and my cousin both have it. And I thought, I mean, their reasons for having anxiety is a little bit different from mine. But it makes me wonder now, actually, does it run through my family? Because three of us on that side of the family have all got anxiety. It just Mm. makes you wonder. Um, Your environment and the places you live, where you work and your relationships can also affect your mental health and be a trigger for it and of course your experiences so a lot of um people who have had a traumatic experience it could only be it may only be one traumatic experience but it could set off anxiety depression or something else Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's kind of um, important to be aware that um the environment around you and the people you associate yeah, with, impact, and yeah. also your past. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I'm looking here, Elsa. I've got five steps to um, mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So, to to help improve your mental well-being, uh, help you stay more positive. So, it's got connect with other people. Yep. So, it's have good relationships um, are important for your mental well-being. It can help you build a sense of belonging and self-worth, give you opportunities, share positive experiences and provide emotional support mm-hmm. um, to allow you to support others. So it's got things that you can do if possible. Take time each day to be with your family. For example, try arranging fixed times to eat dinner together. Um, that is a difficult one, the current situation, if both people are working. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's it's not always the case, but sometimes we we're not. Sometimes we don't want to talk about our problems no. um, with other people, and I don't mean that in the way that we don't want to, but I mean that sometimes it's hard. We're thinking about yeah, because we're thinking about that other person, yeah. and we're thinking about the implications of what we're going to discuss on them. So sometimes we don't um it's got arrange a day out with friends um again depending on different mental well-being sometimes you don't want Mm. to 
Um, but I will just say that these are advisories from the NHS and it's not something that you should do. So we're not saying you should go out with friends and no. you should um, do this, but they are advisories. And I will say from um, past experience, it does, again, depending on what your mental health is and what is going on, it do, it can mm-hmm. help. So like for me, um, I find if I'm home on my own, and I haven't seen anyone like friend, like what any of my friends for a while, it does affect me. And I do start to then go into that like state of, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to see anyone. So it is important for me personally. It's all personal, like not personal preference, but what suits you as well. So I know for me personally, I do better going out with my friends, but for some people it may actually make, whatever's going on worse yeah so it's yeah so they are it is as you said ellie is about sort of doing what you need to do for yourself Mm. as um as a person it's got being active physically active um so doing a lot of um exercise um i i i'd be a big um, advocate for um doing exercise outside because um, being outdoors is generally good for our well-being. Um, so it says they've they've suggested you start running with the couch to five k podcasts, um, start swimming, cycling, dancing, that sort of things. But it does say do not feel that you have to spend hours in the gym. Mm-hmm. It's best to find activities you enjoy and make them part of your life. So even if it's walking, no going out for. Even a twenty-minute walk, mm. yeah. Maybe even yeah. if it's not every day, you know, but every other day, you know, going for a walk, being outside, um, you know, all things that can help. They've got learn new skills, give to others, pay attention to the present moment. So that's mindfulness and all about not worrying about what's in front of us, but worrying about where we are um, at the current time. Be mindful of yeah. where we are. I have time. got a couple of statistics. Um, just to put in, perspe- in perspective of how important it is for um, us to be talking about mental health and to show how yeah. common it actually can be. So one in six adults will have experienced a common mental health disorder in a week so each week at least one in six would have had some sort of experience with their mental health disorder Mm -hmm. um which is a lot yeah that's that is a a big yeah i mean you think let's say in your workplace you've got let's say i don't know 20 in your workplace that's a lot of people in that workplace mm. who are suffering possibly with a mental health disorder. Um, yeah. it's not, it's and 7.6% of sickness ab- absences are due to stress, depression and anxiety. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but if you think out of, so there's a hundred percent of people, hundred percent are ill because they're genuinely ill. 
but 7.6 of that is actually caused from stress, depression and anxiety. It's it doesn't sound a lot, but it is. And it's unfortunately a, yeah. um, a real thing happening. And yeah, it's it's it's. it's it it's not it's not it's not nice and i you know i i believe that more needs to be done to try and support mm. it not not in general but i feel as well more, more in the workplace yes. too i think um workplace workplaces should have more of a idea i i where i work i'm very lucky we have a counselor um i mean the counselor is for the children but She's there for us as well if we ever need a chat. Um, so we are lucky where we are. And because we're quite a small place, um, we are able to talk about that sort of thing. But other places, it's it's hard. It's And I think a lot of it is yeah. it's hard for some people to talk about because it's such a, a heavy subject and something that, isn't a nice thing to talk about when you get into the nitty gritty of each different mental health disorder and we can't do that in this podcast because we'll be here for hours um Mm. yeah when you actually look at everything that goes on in these mental health disorders it, it, it can be quite hard for someone to take in because to think that someone else is going through that it's hard yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And for anybody out there listening that's wondering if they 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 need um, any form of counselling or any form of therapy, um, I know that a lot of television shows they'll they'll um, they'll often include this paid mm. therapy, won't they? Where you where somebody's sitting there uh, with a therapist. And if you are sitting there now listening to this podcast and you feel, well, I can't go to therapy because I can't afford it, um, you can get free um, psychological therapies um, such as cognitive behavioural therapy or CBT, um, the doctor might refer to it as, um, and you can get that without a referral from your GP. So you can self-refer. Um, there are different types yeah. of therapies, so you can get CBT, which um, which is um, the cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, so that aims to improve your mental well-being by helping you understand how your thoughts can lead to unhelpful emotions and behaviours. Um, you can get guided self-help, um, where a therapist supports you as you work through a self-help course in your own time. Um, you can either do it by workbook or online, and you can have counselling as well um this one mentions here about counseling for depression which is a type of counseling developed specifically for people with depression but i'm sure that there are other um forms Mm -hmm. of counseling out there as well um the psychological therapies can offer uh, are often variety of different ways and they include using a self-help workbook as explained online courses over the phone um, one-to-one or in group therapy um you can refer yourself so you can refer yourself refer you contact your local um, therapy service um they'll get in touch with you within a few weeks they'll ask for some details and and, you know what what the problems are um 
so they'll they'll give you an assessment and if the service thinks that they can help you they'll recommend you for therapy um so you don't have to go through um your gp and the therapist will not contact your gp uh, everything has permission. to will stay confidential between you and your gp uh, you and that therapist sorry yeah. and uh, other ones here where you can get free help on mind um, you can get them for mental health problems. You can go to um, Cruise. I think mm. that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled C-R-U-S-E for bereavement care. Or you can go to uh, Relate um, for relationship counselling um, if you need it. Because we, we, we sort of have to remember that um, saying that counselling, um, you know, and, and mental well-being covers all sorts of brackets, doesn't it? Not just um, mm. well-being. Um, but it covers um, it covers depression, it covers yeah. anxiety, um, bereavement. It covers all sorts the, of different if things. We, if we read off everything, um, we'd be here all night. Yeah. Um, there are other conditions that are to do, like, with your mental state, which are um, mental health. I think I'm... I'm gonna have to double check this actually um but i'm pretty sure they are mental health disorders but schizophrenia um mm-hmm. bipolar i believe is a mental yeah. health i'm gonna have to double check this because i don't want to say anything wrong um and there was another one i was thinking of and i'm my mind's gone blank um disassociate disassociate did I don't want to say it wrong. Disassociate, disassociative identity disorder. I really hope I've said that right. Um, but it's DID for short. Um, and I'm sure they're all mental health disorders as well. Dis- disassociative. Dis- oh, I can't say that word. Dis- yes, that's it. Disassociative Dis- identity yes. disorder. Previously known as multiple yes, but personality disorder. That is no longer disorder. the correct term. Um, no. you can have yeah. So I've just double checked myself because I wanted to make sure. So you've got anxiety, um, anxiety disorders, which include panic attack disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder, so OCD, which we all know is, um, a lot of people just put it down to constant cleaning thing, but it's not. It can be, um, I've heard some people have an issue with just brushing their teeth. That's their OCD with their teeth. Um, some people it's washing hands mm-hmm. some people it is cleaning it's it's I think it's a bit of everything I'm not 100% sure exactly on um, OCD because it's not my I haven't got it I haven't you know luckily um, it, obviously if someone out there has got it I'm sure it's a hard thing to deal with um, then you've got depression bipolar uh, depression sorry and then bipolar disorder um, you've got your eating mm-hmm. disorders, which are anorexia and bulimia, and post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, psychotic disorders, yeah. and schizophrenia is in there. But DID, it doesn't actually say if DID is in there. So I'm not, again, if I'm wrong there, I do apologise. Um. But I have got a feeling it is um, DID might go under mental health due to it being to do with your brain and 
and um, disassociating due to traumatic experiences. So I have mm-hmm. a feeling um, autism is classed as a um, mental health disorder, which I oh. didn't know. Just read that here. Um, yeah, it's uh, classed as mental health. I suppose it's to do with the brain, so it's mental, I guess. Um, I guess anything really yeah. to do with how your brain works and how your mind ticks, I guess, I suppose it is a mental health disorder. Um, mm. One yeah. of the biggest contributors to mental health disorders um, is actually social media, which I fully understand. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm I'm not surprised there. There's some of the things that I see on social media. I am I am no. I'm not surprised there, and uh, I have read many things and heard many things in these past, possibly over the past mm. few years, um, about the social media in general, social media platforms, mm-hmm. and people who are in control of these social media platforms need to mm. step up now, and they need to be filtering yeah. social media. Um, for I think one of the content. biggest ones is Instagram. Um, I, I mean, don't get me mm. wrong, I love Instagram. I love, you know, you know, seeing what my friends are up to. But I think when you are a young person and you, let's say, follow these social media influencers who have this picture-perfect body, beautiful skin with and without makeup on hair always done up and you know they're always going out seeing their friends lovely clothes it's hard to think that actually you you're just the same as them they're probably they've taken that photo full face of makeup hair up and a lovely outfit they've taken the photo yeah taken all their makeup off whacked the hair back up put some leggings on got into bed and edited that photo you know using facetune and it's so important i think for um people to be aware that what you see on instagram or on facebook or on whatever social media it's not always true and it's so important and i think this is where those instagram influencers and other social media influencers should step up and say whether their photos have been edited to enhance their mm. facial yeah. feature, you know, enhance their eyes, enhance their bum, enhance, you know, whatever. I think it's very important that it should be made a, a thing that if your photo is being edited on Facetune or whatever um, editing app, it should be acknowledged in the description saying it's been edited. Yeah, and I think it's important that there should be more social media influences who don't edit their photos and I think they should be encouraged more you know I think it's I think these social media influence should be showing their stretch marks showing their acne showing their whatever because that's real life not airbrush no and you know and and too many, too many issues have been raised now about social media mm. platforms in general, in terms of body image and body confidence. And the media is mm. getting better. It is getting better. 
But it is still miles yeah, behind be. where it yeah. should be. It's... And more needs to be... I'm sorry, but more needs to be done. More time, more effort. I mean, these eccentric billionaires mm. have got enough money who own these platforms have got enough money to mm-hmm. be tackling those issues. And it's not the fact that it's a sensitive issue. It's not the fact that we're grown up with the snowflake generation because I'm fed up of those excuses being brought up constantly. No, it's time now to realise there is an issue and yeah. address mm-hmm. that issue. It is now time to take yeah. responsibility. And I think that's the problem with these. They don't want to uh, take the responsibility. Or any corporation in general. Is they don't want to take responsibility because they don't know who to give the responsibility to. There's too many people that have got different roles and different responsibilities. That it's not just a fact of the matter of saying this is your responsibility. There's about 10 different people who it could mm. potentially be. So it's about now a complete restructure of the way that these companies are organised and about taking ownership yeah. for it too. Um, so I've had a look at youngminds.org.uk and it's given mm-hmm. you some tips on how to have a good time on online. So, um, you yeah. know, how to keep your mental health okay online and Unfortunately, this is something I've had to do within the last couple of weeks. Dan, you've been there, you know. Um, especially like last week, mm-hmm. I had to I honestly had to do this for myself. As much as it hurt and it it you know upset me in a way that I had to do this, but in the long run I knew it was going to benefit me. So number one is to clean your feed. So unfollow or mute accounts that upset you, annoy you, or trigger that um you know uh, mental health issue so for me it's my anxiety it's um my body image it's you know that sort of thing for me so I unfortunately had to go and unfollow a lot of um Instagram influencers that I really really enjoyed and YouTubers that I watch and enjoy watching but I just had to do it for myself I couldn't sit there and watch these not watch them look at these photos knowing it was affecting me so um i unfollowed them um remember you don't have to be on every social media you you don't i mean um you don't have to look at every single social media every day so i have breaks i like today i haven't looked at my instagram at all um because i don't need to because i've been on other social medias i've been on facebook or whatever so i just don't need to go on instagram today um i've deleted tiktok that's the new thing i don't do tiktok anymore i just think it's wasting my time and can't be bothered um limit your time on social media before you go to sleep and when you first wake up um i don't understand about the um waking up bit but i understand about the falling asleep if you see something that upsets you just as you go to sleep, you're going to struggle going to sleep. Um, before yeah. you post or comment, ask yourself, am I doing something positive for myself and the people who will see it? So that means no negativity, please. Um, obviously, 
if someone says something negative on one of your posts, don't even engage in it because it's only fueling fueling fire to the flow. No. Fueling. That's what I mean. Yeah, adding fuel to the fire. <laughs> um, See, we got definitely. each other. Um, so, to clean your feed, the best thing to do is what? how do the posts make you feel? So, are you happy when you see a post? For example, when Dan makes a post, mm-hmm. I think, oh, he's made a post and I'm happy. Or, you know, I'm all right. Um, when I, or is it when you look at someone else's post, are you, do you feel bored? Because if you do, get rid of it. Um, does it angry? Does it make you angry? And if it does, unfollow. If it leaves you speechless, mm-hmm. is it a good way or a bad way? If it's a good way, fantastic. If it's a bad way, get rid. Um, inspired. Yeah. Does it make you feel inspired? If if it doesn't, if not, I mean, it doesn't have to make you feel inspired, but if it does make you feel inspired, great, perfect, share it. You know, share that love of whatever. If it's mm-hmm. if you've seen something um, that you're passionate about, share it. You know, make you feel good. If it is negative, mm-hmm. get rid. If it was on, Unfollow. you know, if it's on your comments, delete it and block that person because you don't need to see that. Um, no, and um, then I think once we get into that, it, it it's it's. It's it's almost getting into that lifestyle, isn't it? Once you get into the habit of that, of not checking social media every time, not saying, well, well they've got 100 yeah. likes and I've only got two or whatever. Now, once we get mm. past that, that then mm. becomes the norm for you. Um, I do think if you and... are now, you know, if you are looking at, let's say you post an Instagram photo and like you said, um, you're comparing likes. I do think that's when you need to have a real look at what's going on. Yeah. No. I mean, earlier on, saying delete it, get rid of it. What we're saying is if it affects Yeah, you, and I think it's actually important to take a break. I'm, I can't remember the date, but I'm sure about three or four weeks ago, there was actually um, a national um, thing on Instagram where a lot of influencers took a break for a day and they literally did not go on any social media at all for a whole day. And I think it's really, really important to have those days where you don't even look at it. Like I said today, I probably won't go on Instagram at all today because I don't feel the need to go on it. So, and look, and I don't, you know, and, Mm it's important as well not to look at your likes and your follows and yeah okay um that sounds a bit hypocritical of me actually because i am trying to grow my instagram but i'm not looking at it in a way of oh i've only got x y and z no the way i see it else and the way i view it is is if i post something and three people see it or if 100 people see it, if 100 people see it, fantastic. If three people see it, great. Because what I've done then is I've posted something that three people have liked, and I know yeah. that that has had a positive effect on those three people. What more do I need yeah. from a post than to do that? And say, you know what? I've and posted that joy. today, and it, it's had this many likes, 
But you know what? It must have brought some form of positivity exactly. to those That's people the best way to, to look like it. it. And like I said, don't compare yourself to others. So like, I know at one point I was doing that, I would look at my followers and go, oh, I've only got this amount. Whereas my friend has got this amount. And it's taken me a while, but I've got out of that routine of going, do you know what? That's fine. Who cares? Yeah. And that's, that is a healthy mm. um, mindset to have, isn't it? I think that's a, it's, it's a, men, a, a healthy, um, it's a healthy, mm. I wouldn't say approach. Is that the right word? It's a healthy yeah. approach towards social media. It's making it become part of our life, yeah. but not yeah. consume um, our life. I do just want to say some of the positives, though, of social media, because I think we've been a bit negative with social media. Um, some Obviously, some of the positives yeah. are yeah. you can be in touch with people who, Same you know, way. you might not, well, you know, you haven't seen for a while. So, for example my friend emma she doesn't live where i live anymore um you know we live a good at the moment anyway because of covid we live a good four or five hours away um but i still get to see what she's up to by seeing her posts on instagram and i think that's really cool um or i get to talk to Mm. her on snapchat or facebook um but so there are positives yeah Yeah. It, it is good yeah, of course there are. There are positives exactly. of social media, as so it wouldn't exist. Um, and, you know, and I think that it is important when we use social media to remember those things, that there are positives to it, and we're yeah. using it for um, that positive manner. We're not using it to become rich. We're not using it to um, become famous or whatever. <laughs> we're using it yeah. because we want to use it. And I think as well, it's okay if you want to um post something for other people i do think that's okay you know in as long as it's more of a i'm posting it because i want someone else to feel good not because i'm posting it because i want them to see what i'm doing it's more of a i'm posting it because i want to make someone feel good or happy or um i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say good <laughs> i guess yeah i feel like i'm just i, I think i've got i, I, get, I get what you're trying to say no it's, it's not that else it's the it's but it's a topic that we're both mm. very uh we're very passionate about aren't we about mental health um i think what we'll do i think we'll, we'll I do, wind oh, it actually i've just sorry i've just had a look I'm, I'm, I'm looking at more statistics um and it's ranked the most um it says ranking of social media platforms according to impact of youth mental health and instagram is the worst instagram is the worst and i think a lot of that is because of um body image i would yeah i mean instagram is a platform where people take a lot of pictures and, and actually, you know, I wasn't and, expecting this, but Snapchat is the second worst. It's not as bad as Instagram. In, when I say Instagram's the worst, I mean it's like really, really bad. But Snapchat is the next one, the next worst. And I don't know whether that's because right. um, maybe it's it, 
it has more um, bullying issues due to the fact that, you know, you click, a, you know, you take a photo, you send something and then it disappears. So I don't know if that is why. Um, oh, the next one is possibly. Facebook yeah. and then Twitter. Yeah. And then the last one. Mm-hmm. That surprises me there. That's what I, I thought. thought Twitter would be higher up the list. Not. That does and surprise the me. Most positive one, I say in air quotes, um, not air quotes, in mm-hmm. what am I trying to think? Quotations, yeah. Again, in, the bunny ears, I can't think what it's called. Um, is YouTube. Which, mm. again, I'm quite surprised because obviously YouTube's a visual thing. I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, there is a there is a lot of negativity yeah. floating around on YouTube, as there are most platforms. Yeah. But again, as we've said else, it can be used for that positive, yeah. positive connection. The thing we need to, to remember, content. and I think that that is, yeah. And I think we'll leave our yes. podcast on that positive note, else that we need to be yes. flowing we ourselves need to with ourselves. positivity. We, I have. I've enjoyed this podcast. It has it's been, been a tough one. Been a tough uh, one. Not a hard, hard one to talk about in a sense, but like, um, it's just been a bit more. It, I don't want to say darker, but it's it's a real life thing. No, yeah, but it needs it, addressing, it, it, and because it's, I think, yeah, you know, we're not just talking about something that might exist or might not exist. This it exists, and not enough people are talking about it, and we need to make more people aware that mental health is a big issue, especially at the moment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, certainly within these, these times at the moment it is. Um, I will leave all of the links to um, appropriate mm-hmm. uh, resources. I'll leave the links to what me and Ellie have been discussing in this podcast in the description. And that goes along with this podcast. So you can find them all there. I'll leave the contact numbers for the Samaritans, the NHS number, and the um, links for what we've been discussing uh, within this podcast, too. Uh, It's a bit of a funny one, this Mm -hmm. podcast, because it was a social distance one. Me and Ellie weren't. I think so, although I'm not quite sure if I have to leave before you end it. Um, So I'm not sure about that. We'll figure it out in a minute. (laughs) We'll figure it out. But until our next podcast, bye. And we'll see you again soon.